All right, into the Triangle Podcast, episode 39, CouchGuysSports.com, on Twitter at Into the Triangle. I'll follow all the other podcasts on the network, iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, everywhere you can find up podcasts. You can find us, subscribe, Twitch, YouTube, all that good stuff. Um, no Al tonight, so just me and, and Big Zachary. Zach, hello. Hi, Jared. How you doing today? We're, I mean, Al's not here, so we're in great shape. We're, we're we're in the step up. No, I'm kidding. I love Al. I miss Al. Um, he's tending. Uh, his his girlfriend actually got the second COVID vaccine shot today. Serious thing. I don't want to mess with that. My wife is, is a teacher, so she's gonna have her second shot soon. Woo! Am I gonna be in for a doozy with an eight month old in her? Yeah, mine next shot. week. Next week. Woo, see, I haven't even started the process yet. Um, but it's okay. I actually found out that I can get registered next week. There you and go. There so you we're go. good. We're getting in the right direction. Um, but there. yeah, so. We're talking baseball. We have baseball next week. Real baseball. It's exciting, Real isn't baseball it? Next week. So Zach, we might as well tell people we're going to go back to going every week. We're going to do this okay. thing every week. Regular yeah. season. Baseball's back. I don't care. You, I mean, it gets you from having to watch the Sabres anymore. Oh my God. Just terrible. It's literally a blessing in disguise that baseball is coming back next it's week. It's like perfect timing for you because the Buffalo Sabres are not good. The Bills are just not happening right now, obviously. Um, even though you on Twitter are like wishing the baseball season away. No, like, no, no, no. I just missed the Bills. They're listen, people. I'm a Buffalo sports fan. I do not have a lot of happy moments in my sporting in my sporting interests. Okay, so yes, I am going to be very happy when the Bills come back, and I still cling on to last season. But you will not see me clinging until next season starts. I will say, the AFC East is going to be a heck of a race. This oh my year. God, it is going to be fun. And then you if have the, the Jets, Jets figure their shit out at all. It yeah. could be a four-team race, probably because oh, yeah. the, Jet, the Jets suck. But, yeah. um, hey, Patriots doing well. Um, Spending yeah. some money. The Bills, they're good. Yeah, they brought back them for that. Pretty much brought back the entire team. We're good. And, but, uh, and the Dolphins being the Dolphins. Could yeah, trade for Deshaun Watson. They have a crap ton of first-round picks. But we're not talking football. No, we're not. I'm not going to tell you that Tom Brady is the greatest of all time and the Buffalo Sabres suck in hockey. We're not going to do that. Listen, I already knew that. But, yes, that's not the point. We're, we're not going <laughs> to do that. We're going to talk Red Sox baseball. Um, Let's do it. I actually just saw something on Twitter before we came on here, and I didn't even tell you I saw this. I want, I want to ask you this, mm-hmm. and then we'll jump into stuff that we wanted to talk about. Erod, uh, Bobby Dahlbeck, who's like hitting moon bombs left and right. Mm-hmm. Can't wait to watch that at Fenway Park all year. Um, Can't wait. Someone tweeted. I don't remember who it was. I'm not going to give him credit because I think it's a joke. But someone made the accusation that this. Oh, might have been uh, Alex Spear. I think that's who it okay. was. Um, said that the Red Sox don't want to admit it, but they're in a rebuild. Do we really consider this a full-blown rebuild I the way say, this team is built? I wouldn't say full-blown rebuild. I would say rebuild on the go because – So retooling. Do, yeah, pretty much because this team does still have young guys. And – but at the same t- – sorry about that. But at the same time, <laughs> um, you have your Alexander Bogarts. You have your Rafael Devers, who is still young. You have J.D. Martinez, who – is struggling right now for some reason. Um, it's okay. He's getting his video back. Stop that. He's yeah, getting his true. video back. He'll be fine. But um, I want. Yeah, I would say just like retool on a go. I don't say it's. I don't think it's a rebuild. Rebuild like the Orioles, the the Pirates, the Rangers. Yeah, it's. I, I feel say like the it. Orioles are always in a rebuild at this point. Yeah, but like hey, there's like a constant rebuild. Um, yeah. but look, they are not rebuilding. There's no. no way you can call this a rebuild because you have 
like you said, Xander Bogarts, Rafael Devers, uh, you have Verdugo, you have these pieces in place. If you're re- rebuilding, if you were rebuilding, I'd be questioning if you were going to win like 40 games this year. Yeah. You'd like be tanking. Sabres. They won't. Yeah, like the Sabres. You'd yeah. be the Buffalo Sabres of the Major League Baseball. Yeah. It's much. really if I was considering you rebuilding, but you're not. You are. You should be a playoff team this year. Mm-hmm. You made trades to make your team better. You know, you traded for Aldovino, right? You you bring other guys in. Yes, you traded Benintendi, but you know what? You have some decent talent coming into play this year. Yeah, you're super versatile. You you don't trade for Kiki Hernandez or you don't sign Kiki Hernandez. Excuse me. If you're rebuilding. Yeah. Like why would why would you go after a guy like Kiki Hernandez if you're rebuilding? Especially why since would you have you, talent there already too. Exactly. Like why would you consider like why would you do any of the things that you've done like you know you are not rebuilding because of your core. Like yeah. I can see Kiki Hernandez being here a couple more years. Oh, but he's like, definitely a cornerstone. He's a cornerstone of this moving forward. Him, Devers, Verdugo. uh Bogarts, Verdugo. Uh, I still think Vasquez is a long-term plan. Um, now Bobby Dahlbeck is probably your long-term first yeah. baseman if he mm-hmm. keeps hitting like this. Um, and then you still have Jeter down and Jaron Duran coming up. Mm-hmm. I'm excited like, for Duran too. He's been good spring training. And, oh, he's been killing. So like, and he'll probably come up sooner rather than later because oh, yeah. realistically, like, let's be honest, we've talked about this. There's a lot of platooning going on. A lot of yeah. platooning on this team. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I don't like it. I don't like it. I want some yeah. solid definitions mm-hmm. here. Now, like Renfo, Renfo's imp- impressed me this spring. Oh yeah, he's I think good. that's somebody that you know you're gonna get more out of, and it could be a steal. Um, I think Frenchy Cordero is going to be better than people expect because no one knows who the heck he is because he played for the Royals. It's like someone, it's like, it's a great, you know, the great analogy. We're talking about the Buffalo Sabres. If you're in the Boston area, it's like someone coming from the Sabres to play for the Bruins. You'd go, who? Because they don't get nationally televised hockey games. I mean, we did that last week and it didn't go so well. Yeah. See, people, when the the Sabres played the Bruins, I honestly, not even joking. I watched, I watched the game, the last one they played and I went, who are these people? I don't even know who they are. You want something tomorrow too? Yes. Tomorrow. Great. Great. Yes. Can't wait. <laughs> Can't wait. Um, look, the Red Sox are not rebuilding. Let's let's end that notion now. Just yeah. No, no I don't think they are either. It'd be different, not, like if you trade away. Chris like, Sale under contract. Yeah, I you know. Have Chris Sale under contract, you're not rebuilding. It'd be different, like if you trade away like Bogarts and Devers too. Like those like Bogarts has been here for a few years now, but Devers is still in his hasn't scratched the surface yet of what he's going to be. So, yeah, I would say rebuilding on a go. Like, those are your cornerstone guys. We already mentioned them, the Dugos, the Devers, the Bogarts. Erod. Yeah, right. Erod right. too. So, yeah, I I don't think this is a full-on rebuild. Yeah, no, it's it's ridiculous. Um, so let's talk about Erod. Brought him up, yeah. my easy transition. Yeah, why not? He, he's not starting opening day. We've been told that, right? Alex Cora said he's not starting opening day. Which he's going to push back. Which is unfortunate. Uh, I'm guessing it'll probably be. Does it have a name? It's probably gonna be Evaldi, right? Yeah, they said Evaldi was gonna be the. Starter. They said Evaldi, right? So Evaldi, <sighs> who ironically enough started against Orioles last year too. Yes, yes, hundred percent. Um, Erod's gonna throw a bullpen tomorrow, which is Saturday because we record on Friday. So maybe today, if you're listening to this today, I don't know. Whenever you listen to this, he threw a bullpen on Saturday. Um. And then they're going to figure out depending on how that bullpen goes, how much time they'll miss, if it's just one start, whatever it may be. Did they? I, this is me being unplugged for a couple of days because I'm a dad. That's my always excuse. Do we know what, exactly what it is? I just heard soreness in his arm. That's all I heard. I'm not okay. sure if it's his shoulder. Let me. I'll double check on that right now. But okay. So yeah, I didn't. I didn't see anything crazy in particular. I, I, I probably could have just missed it. Um, 
look, what this does for your rotation, if he's out for any amount of time, you're screwed. Yeah. <laughs> like all last year, we were like, great. All right. This year's a tank year. Like whatever. 2021, we'll get Erod back. Of all these still here, Perrette, all this stuff. You know, Erod still hurt. Like, so, uh, oh, no, go on. Finish your point. I was like, I'm hoping it's not a long term thing. Like, I'm hoping it's a little sore as he throws his bullpen tomorrow. He says, I'm fine. And he starts his second start. Maybe he starts the second game. Maybe they just no. flip it if he's fine. So I'm looking at Chris Castillo, who is obviously a favorite here in Boston. Um, he retweeted this article from Mass Live Sports. And he says that Eduardo Rodriguez has a dead arm. Um, Cora said this. I think it's just a dead arm. He he didn't feel as strong as the previous outings arm-wise. Shoulder, arm, there's nothing specific there. He pushed hard for Thursday, but I think the smart thing is from the end, from my end, and from our end is to play it smart. So it doesn't sound too serious. Just general soreness. Yeah. Arm, kind of with Bogarts too, I feel like too with him. Yeah. It sounds like Bogarts will be ready for opening day, yeah. um, which is good. You can get away with Erod missing a start or two. Like oh, yeah, not a definitely. big deal um, for what you need him long-term, especially if you're going to be a playoff team, you need him. You especially, need him to be healthy. Especially since it's a 100, a full on. Yeah. It's a normal season this season. year. Yeah. yeah. No short and crap. We're, we're coming out of the pandemic, baby. Yeah. We got, we have, we have fans at the Garden watching fans the Bruins beat the now? Sabres. Okay. We have fans at Fenway Park. <laughs> Do not even bring up the Sabres every single fight. <laughs> we have fans coming to Fenway Park for stupid amounts of money. Stupid amounts of money. Did you see the price that they're charging to get into Fenway? I did not, but I'm sure it's pretty it, expensive. It's going to be like it's like $400 a pop like sure it's, it's abs- it, for, for a regular season game against the Orioles. Absolutely insane. Um, and I'm afraid that they're going to start Boston sports. are going to start pricing normal blue collar fans out of these stadiums. Um, and even after the pandemic, I feel I'm afraid it's going to become elitist and it, it wouldn't shock me if it happened. Listen, those are $400 worth of right there, especially for fans who've been dying to go to these events. Yeah. I'll, I'll go to one game, but like, I'm not going to, I usually go to like 10, 15, oh, I know. 20. Yeah. Like, I go to games. Like well, knowing I'm not me, do that. I'm in Buffalo. So I probably won't go there. My game may like one or two a year and that's it. Maybe three if I'm lucky. But yeah, I mean, for you, I pay four hundred dollars just to get out of Buffalo. Depends on what kind of se- what's what's <laughs> going on around here. Um, but no, going back to the Red Sox, so like, I feel like Boston people want to see their sports teams again. Um, We're itching. Yeah, yeah. It's been so, it's been a, a full on year already now since the pandemic began, and I know the Bruins had fans in the stands. I think it was they played the Islanders last night, if I'm not mistaken, mm-hmm. and. That was the first time they had gardens or gardens in the fans, fans in the garden. And it mm, sounded like that looked like gardens in the fans. That's that's hurt. That's got to hurt. I don't want to be garden inside of me. It's weird. You're a fan now. I'm a fan of the Bruins. Yes. Oh, only fans. Only fans. What? <laughs> We're getting off topic here. Okay. So why are we talking about only fans? Do you have an only fans? You want to pump that? Subscribe to my only fans people. <laughs> <laughs> If you're great. from Buffalo, he'll give you 10% off. Great content. <laughs> but no. He doesn't talk about the Buffalo Sabres on his OnlyFans, I promise. No, that's not worthy of the OnlyFans. It's not worthy of the OnlyFans. He might no, talk about the Bills. I think he definitely will talk about the Bills. Oh, my God, yeah. The but Bills are worth are watching. Just like you my talk about content. the Red Sox on your OnlyFans? I will. Okay. Red Sox better than the Yankees. Proved by, by, by Zach. You already knew that, uh, though. You'll have to subscribe to his OnlyFans to get Zach's official Red Sox season prediction only for 20% off. Hey, it's free uh, for the first month for a new subscriber. So oh, man. It's the COVID discount. One month free. Um, look, 
going way off topic. Yeah, we are. <laughs> Just a bit. Eduardo Rodriguez will not subscribe mm-hmm. to your OnlyFans, but no, he won't. I mean, it'd be kind of cool if he did, oh. but he will not. <laughs> Just follow me on um, Instagram. That'd be good enough. The Red, the Boston Red Sox with Eduardo Rodriguez only missing two starts isn't a big deal. No, it's not. The further this goes, the more I'm like, well, crap, this is all over again. Yeah. This is last year. And because look, they don't have like to start the year. They don't have. It's not like they, they, Chris Sale fills the gap, right? Like he fills oh, yeah. in everything else because then, because right now you it's healthy. It's Erod, Avaldi, Perez, Richards, and whatever order you want to put them in, and then Pavetta, right? Like yeah. that's that's their five, and so they I'm said they were going with five. I'm looking at the schedule right now, and they're opening up against Baltimore, then Tampa Bay, and then Baltimore, and then Minnesota. So most likely he's just going to miss. The first two, if anything, if those, if that. He'll miss his first two starts because it'd be Baltimore back-to-back. Like, his first yeah. two starts would be Baltimore-Baltimore, right? By that schedule? Yeah, because it's every five days, yeah. Yeah, and so. And they have the White Sox after, after that. So, I don't bring him think. back against it, the White Sox. I don't think it's panic time. Obviously, it's it's only the beginning of the freaking season. It's not like it's the mid-season crisis. You know what's going to happen. This And you don't get this because you don't actually live in the area. But Boston sports radio like in general all of them they're awful and i i used to be one of them i used to intern for them i've heard interesting things about weei specifically oh yeah no i didn't intern for them no no i interned at the sports hub i interned for felger mass they were interesting they're fun i enjoy them they're good they're good people off the radio but they're idiots sometimes and like me day one yeah kind of like you and their day one red sox lose they're gonna go well they suck today. That's it. Season's over. Told you they sucked. Like that's overreaction that's the, season. That's all it is. Now do, they, the Red Sox should beat the Orioles three games. For is it the first game is three game set? Yeah, it's. I think yeah. it's opening day and then it's the day off and then the next two days yep. in a row. The the classic. I need a day off after one game into the season. Yeah, it's so weird. Like who so, you you've been off for how long? You I need know. a day off after one game. Oh, so tired. I don't get it. Like, and then you just play the rest of your season just like. Every other day, pretty much. Yeah, like, why do you need the day off then? I mean, I know there's other day offs broken into the season, but, like, this is literally their thought. It's like, okay, we played a game. (gasps) Deep breaths. I need a day off. I'm tired. (laughs) Sounds like me. It's like that guy when you think when you, you like, if you go to the gym. I don't know if you go to the gym. I really don't. But I used to. I work out from home, so I'm good. There you go. So, okay, paint the picture. Imagine your parents come in and work out with you. And you're working out. You're getting excited. And then they, like, get excited to get the pumps, get the stretches going. Do, like, one rep and then go, all right, till, till I need a day off. I'll come back yeah. in a couple of days. Like that's what this, that's what this is. Like yeah, I'm gonna no, play. All right, me. I'm gonna come back and like what? You've been yeah. off for how long? You're fine. Don't take yeah. the day. It's so dumb, especially with all of us. Like as baseball fans, we're all itching for baseball, and then you just take it away. You're like, especially you since with the year that we go. had that we lived through the past year of the pandemic, and then yeah, just, just how bad 2020 was in general. Like you're just dying to watch some baseball again. No, no with days fans off. in the stands. No days off. Yeah. Bill Belichick quote, no days off. Screw it. Red Sox, you don't get days off this year. Yeah. This we is Boston sports, people. Yeah. We take it seriously. I'm like those Buffalo sports fans. Okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> hey, I can't, I can't say much against the Bills though, man. They, they, they kicked the Patriots ass this year. So um, for once, for once. Yeah. Ooh, took long enough. Um, yeah, look, no. yeah. Eduardo Rodriguez, stop worrying. He'll be fine. Nathan Evaldi gets the ball opening day less than a week away from our, even from our recording. It's six days as we record See the shirt. five it's a days party. as you listen. I know it's a party. I know the people at home can read it or can't see it, 
But Chichar says it's a party, it's a party, it's a party. It is a party because opening day is less than a week away. It is gotcha. time to go almost. You know what you really need to abolish? This is just a quick rant. The Yankees? The one o'clock. Well, yeah. No, not, not a question. The one o'clock opening day games. Why do we play opening day at one o'clock in the afternoon in the middle of the week? I mean, it is day, so opening day. Opening day. Day constitutes a day, a calendar day. Fine. Let's call it opening calendar day. Let's call it opening baseball 24 hours. I don't care. Why are we playing the first game of a regular season when fans are itching for baseball? And now I have to I have to sit up at work, literally work. Thank God I have two screens to work on. Baseball's on one, works on the other because, and that's how I'll get it done. But like, not everyone has that luxury. A lot of Boston is blue collar workers. People want to watch the Red Sox. Yeah. Why are we playing games at one o'clock in the afternoon on opening day? And then they often end I think the aren't the Saturday and Sunday games at one o'clock too? I'm pretty sure. I think it's Sunday. Let me see. Let me go back to the schedule here. Yeah, no, it's um, it's absolutely stupid. And I think baseball has an issue. This could be a whole podcast of like what's wrong with baseball. That's that's just easy. That, yeah, we could crap. All the games are in the afternoon on opening weekend for us. Two o'clock, one o'clock, and one o'clock. But see, the weekend, a little more understandable. Like oh, I'm yeah, cool with a one o'clock game on a Saturday. Like heck yeah, that's great. Oh, yeah. Day little day baseball, crack a day beer, just enjoy yourself. Watch the Red Sox, kick it up, play with my kid, like whatever. I, I don't want to watch one o'clock game. I can't watch a one o'clock game on a Wednesday, yeah. on a Thursday. Like, what is that? Not opening day. Especially make like, opening you, day a weekend. If you want it that badly, make opening day on a freaking weekend. Yeah. Like Saturday afternoon, Sunday afternoon. Look how much traction the NFL gets being on Sundays. And I know you can't play once a week. Yeah. If you make baseball opening day on a Sunday at one o'clock, how much viewership is that gonna get? A lot. Boom. I should I should get hired by major league baseball. You should. I agree. Like honestly, I think anyone could do better than what they're doing. Like they could hire Al. Yeah. Whoop de do. Like it'd be that much better. Major League Baseball has a problem. Do you remember like when we had to play the Royals that one time where it was rained out and fun way? And it was literally like a twelve minute game. I'm not sure you remember remember that. Yeah. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. And it was like, okay, that was it done. Like (laughs) the best part is too, like they had fans. Granted that they have like promotions and all that, like run the bases and whatever. But if you want to go to a baseball game, (laughs) I don't know. I guess it makes sense though with the rain though because it was bad at night against Kansas City. It was a bad night. Yeah, it just sucks that they had to play for literally twelve minutes. Yeah, and then like the that's game. it. You can go home, and then. that's it. That's it. You can go home. Like you're done. Yeah, no. Baseball has issues. Uh, there's a lot of problems with baseball. Yeah, but hey, you know what? I'm gonna get MLB show. I won't be the show soon. And I'm quite excited. I already have it. Been watching every single spring training game that I can just so I can learn these guys in AAA system because I'm going to be honest with you. I did not know about our AAA system that much before when we first began, when I first came mm-hmm. on the show. Mm-hmm. So I've been mm-hmm. trying to learn like the Durans, the Frenchy, Frenchy guy, all these guys now, um, the younger pitchers who I've never heard of in my entire life. Yeah, the pitching guys, I don't I don't know the deep prospects by any means. I just know the guys that we're supposed to know. Yeah. Like those guys, like the the – is it Casas? 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 Oh, isn't the fielder or the pitcher? He's a pitcher. <laughs> I'm the wrong guy to ask that question. Uh, yeah, man. God. Anyway, the Red Sox have some decent prospects. They're just pitching is not enough of them. Um, yeah. Look, they have some interesting situations here. They do. Mm-hmm. And 
the season starts next week, as we've been thankfully preaching. Thank God. There's there's some options here. Like Michael Chambers might make the team now. He's uh, making Marcus a very Walden. strong case. Marcus Walden, thank God, got optioned down to AAA. Oh, God. Um, hopefully he stays down there. <laughs> not bring him back up to Fenway, Alex Cora. No, no, no. I heard Don't the not emphasis do it. on that one when you said it. No, the no, emphasis. no. No, no, no. Are you going to the no, no, no episode now? No, no, no. Oh, I like that. <laughs> episode 39, no, no, no episode. Perfect. Um, look, the... The Red Sox do have some decisions to make. And Alex Cora said, I think it was today, he said, like, we got we have some work to do this weekend. We got to sit down and figure out what we want to do. Mm-hmm. Um, there's not room for everybody. No. Nope. You're going to have to make some I'm, hard decisions here, too. I'm curious, and this is me throwing you under the bus, and so if you don't know your answer, you don't know your answer. Who's going to be the most surprising person to get, say, sent down at the beginning of the year? Like, who's not going to make the roster? Honestly, I was surprised that Tanner Howe got sent down this early. And Pavetta's still up here. Um, yeah, see, I was shocked that he was sent down so early. Yeah. But I've, it's also writing on the wall where he clearly wasn't going to have a spot because they said Pavetta was going to have a spot. Look, I think Tanner Houck's up at some point, um, especially if, like, Perez or someone, like, gets hurt or Evaldi can't last the whole season. Like, they have depth there, which is nice. Um, I don't know. For me, I'd be shocked if Franchi Cordero was on the opening day roster. Oh, yeah, um, definitely. I think he'll be in AAA, uh, but. But I think that's just to get ready. Like they plan on him being on the big league team. I think he has value. Um, for me, I think the biggest shocker that's like not gonna make the team um, is Chavis. Like I, I think I still think Chavis gets at least starts the year in AAA um, because I just don't think there's a spot for him. And if he does, it's gonna be it might be short lived because eventually they're gonna have to find room for Frankie Frenchie Cordero. If yeah. He start up. Um, Chavis is an interesting name for me because I would have. If they didn't have Kike here, I would have said that Chavis would be on their opening day roster. But, well, they clearly brought in Kiki because they didn't believe in Chavis, right? Like, like you I don't guess. sign Kike to play second base if you thought Chavis could be your everyday second baseman. And then Dahlback's going to be in between first and third end because I know they've been switching him around lately too, but I feel like first base would be his primary position. Um, yeah, he'll only play third, I think, when Devers doesn't play or DHs, like if JD gets a day off. Yeah. But the best part is, like, None of these guys are slacking between Bobby and Chavis. Like they're they're hitting some bombs, especially especially um Bobby. He's playing some good baseball right now. Uh, granted, I know it's spring training, but as you go yeah, along, he's hitting the crap training, out of the ball though. Like you can yeah. take value in that. He's hitting the crap out of the ball. And as you go along in spring training, you're starting to play like the starters now for each team. Like you see like these lineups every single day they are set. And like, let's say it's Atlanta. Like, you have the Acuna. You have Freeman. You have Albies. You have Swanson. You're playing all these guys or teams who are starting to have their starters out there now. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. And you even um, look at the like the Red Sox lineup. Um, I'm going to see if I can find one quickly. Um, even today's lineup. Let me see. I'm letting look, Twitter load. But, like, you've seen their lineups, and they've been legit, like, what they have been what they're going to look like. Like you're seeing Dahlbeck hit ninth and Cora said like, yeah, I like the idea of him hitting ninth, like some power at the end of the lineup. And um, let me see. The thing is too, you look at these lineups for the Red Sox. They're not bad. I know we no. sat here beginning before spring train, like we're going to be another bad. I remember when Charlie came on and he's asked us yep. how many wins. I said like 73 or whatever. I'm telling you, if the pitching can be good this year or somewhat decent, they could very 
Very much so. Oh, they'll, they'll be in the mid to high 80s. They'll be in the mid to high 80s. Oh, yeah. If not the 90s. If, if everything goes right, they could be a low 90s team. But that's like everything going right. Yeah. Um, and that includes like Chris Sale coming back and being Chris Sale. Um, yeah. like the 20 I think they Chris can be Sale. with Chris Sale being there. I think he, they could be mid to high 80s. They'll be pushing for a wild card spot um, and they'll make the playoffs. I, I'm standing by that. I think that this, this is a playoff team. Um, and that's why the whole rebuilding thing. I'm like, no, they're not rebuilding. Like they're good. Especially like with good. Tampa Bay, too. Like, they lost Blake Snell and Charlie Morton in the same offseason. They're still yeah. going to be a good team, but we we can – I can know we can definitely hit on Glass now. And it, it's just going to be interesting to see because the Blue Jays are going to be better this year. A lot better, I should say. The Yankees yeah. are going to be the Yankees. So, like, this lineup is, like, the most – the closest to what you'll see. Uh, you have Kike – Verdugo, Martinez, Bogarts, Devers, your top five. That's probably your top five mostly every day in yeah. the regular season, which is that's a really good five. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And then you have in this lineup, you had Marvin Gonzalez, Christian Vasquez, Bobby Dahlbeck, and then Geddes hitting nine. So Vasquez, Bobby Dahlbeck is pro- probably going to be eight, nine. I know they've talked about Franchi Cordero hitting eight potentially when he comes back, but if you have you intertwine six. Like Bobby Dahlbeck's clearly hit ninth. That's what they think. And that's what they've said, which I'm fine with. You know what I mean? Like if he really starts hitting the crap out of the ball, maybe you start moving him up. But like, um, there's no pressure on the kid hitting ninth. Like yeah. he just goes, does his thing. And if he hits some dingers and eventually he gets moved up. But like, I think that's a good starting spot. Um, I'm okay with that. Like, I know people are like, oh, why don't you put the speed at the bottom of the lineup? Blah, blah, blah. It's like, because I, I, try, I trust Alex Cora and he said it's a different way to do it. And it's, and it's valuable because then if you protect Dahlbeck at nine with either Frank G or Vasquez or someone else who's decent, then you know that Dahlbeck's going to get pitched to in the nine hole. Yeah. And it's like, and, and then you have, if the, if he gets on, then you have, and then he go, it goes Dahlbeck Kike. Like yeah. that's a great flip. And then you're at the top of the lineup. So really you have a, you have a solid top six, top seven, like your lineup. And this is something we never questioned, Zach. Like yeah. we said from day one, even last year, their lineup is not the problem. It's, nope. It was always the pitching. The reason why they sucked so bad last year was because they couldn't, they couldn't out pitch anybody. And then I the nice, so they couldn't have any runs. On, I said so many times on this show, there were so many games last year where the score was four and five nothing in the first freaking inning. And, and, and how do you get yourself pitching. out of that? Like you yeah. can't. Like how demoralizing is that? You could put up a Red Sox. There were a lot of games last year. The Red Sox put up four runs and lost, five runs and lost because their pitching sucked. Yeah. Like if this pitching is at all better. And I think it will be because I think Richards is solid. That's a great addition for them. He, he um, has been solid too. I will. I will give. Yeah, him he that. had a roughy start. Rough start. People got on him like, "Oh, this is crappy." But it's like it was the first game of spring training. Yeah, it's not going to be pitcher really good. Stuff. Erod, Avaldi, Perez. I trust those guys. Sale comes back. When Sale's back, guys, you're in this. I'm not taking that for light. Like I think he'll be back All Star break. That's a couple months. So you look at the line, the, the rotation potentially down the stretch into the playoffs. Chris Sale, Eduardo Rodriguez. Nathan Avaldi in the three spot where he should be. Martin Perez is now your four starter. And then Richards is your five. Like mm-hmm. that's a really good major league baseball rotation. Especially since you're playing like the other teams now. And it, like last year, it was just like the teams like around in your division and around like the part played your division and, a, and like the Mets. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like the, that's literally all you play. Yeah. yeah and, and yeah, exactly. So you're um, facing different lineups too. So yeah, you're, it, the Red Sox are going to benefit from facing the rest of the league. Like they didn't get to put Texas Rangers. They didn't get yeah. to play those guys. Like they didn't get to go out west and play the mediocre Mariners all the time. You know what I mean? Like they didn't get to do any of that. So the Red Sox are going to be better than people think. And I think their pitching is sneaky, going to be really good in the back half of the year because 
guys, Garrett Richards is your fifth starter is really solid. Mm-hmm. Like that's a he's a three on most rotations, like around the league. I'm gonna look like, at his stats real fast while you finish your point there. So I I think people are like, oh, the pitching still sucks. Like the casual Red Sox fan, those who aren't paying attention, obviously it's, it's the Celtics and Bruins are in full swing. The Patriots are spending up the ass for money, for agency money. So like, I get it. Baseball is not anyone's priority right now, but for those who aren't paying attention, they're going to go, oh, well, the Red Sox pitching staff still sucks. It doesn't like they're not. The only issue I have is like maybe the sixth and seventh inning right now. Mm-hmm. Like those are the holes. I seven, eight, nine, you the pretty much point. have them. Yeah. You have eight, nine, pretty locked up. Barnes, Ottavino. I hope Ottavino is the closer. But like, yeah. you have Barnes, you have Ottavino, um, you have options there that like seven, eight, nine should be figured out. Ryan Brazier is still an option for this team. I still think he's decent. Um, and then what's his face? I don't know why I'm blanking on this dude's name. You're the wrong person to ask, Mister. I don't know names. Um, but is it um, Valdez? No, I'll I'll forget it. I'll I'll remember it as soon as we get off here. But um, I think the biggest thing is that people have to realize the only really big hole this team has right now is fifth through seventh inning probably in the bullpen yeah so i'm looking at richard's stats here in four games he, he has a two and one record of 5.93 era 13.2 innings pitch and 14 strikeouts what's wrong with that yeah like that's, that's pretty it's good it's absolutely insane that people are looking at this team and going yeah the pitching sucks the he Red also Sox looks like Dennis eckersley now he yes he does 100 stash. yeah I'm okay with that. Dennis Eckersley is a gem even in spring training. We love Dennis um, Eckersley. We tweeted out. Well, I, I know it was me who actually did it, but like we tweeted out from our podcast channel, Twitter, the home run, the Bobby Dahlbeck hit. Mm-hmm. And the fact that like X calling this game, for those of you who haven't seen it, go follow the Twitter handle, all that good stuff. When he, as soon as Dahlbeck hit that ball, X just goes, Ooh, <laughs> in the middle of a spring training game, who cares yeah. about spring training? That guy does. Dennis Eckersley should be like every day in the booth, no matter what. Like I love Jerry Remy. And the only way Jerry Remy should be in the booth is if it's Eckersley is there. Um, I love imagine, I, I want to paint a picture here for you, Red Sox. And it's going to hurt a little bit. Don Arcillo with Dennis Eckersley. Oh man. Wouldn't that be a fun broadcast to watch? Like, you know, and, and this is the thing is Don Arcillo and Jerry Remy were a blast. Here comes the pizza. There it is. The, the pizza. Like, you don't get that. Like, Don Arcello is a gem. Like, they should never have fired him. They were idiots. They should never have done that. Like, they, they, he never wanted to leave. Now you have to watch San Sell Diego the team. Now. Sell the team. I'm so happy for San Diego. And I, I wish I, – I I'm considering buying MLB TV this year just to watch Don Arcello's call the games because, like, I miss him so much. My brother lives – I know this is off topic. He lives in New York City. And the Padres are going to Mets to face the Mets in June. I am trying to get tickets to go down because I want to see that those Padres because it's not Love every that. day, especially since you're like on a they're on the West Coast. Like if you have a team like the Padres or the Angels with Mike Trout, you want mm-hmm. to see, like the Dodgers with Mookie. I want to see those guys play. <laughs> like you don't, yeah. especially since I live in Buffalo, we don't have an ML, an MLB team. Mm-hmm. Granted, they came here last year. Last year, the Blue Jays, but no fans were allowed. And the only way to see them was to drive on the on the Skyway next to the stadium for the Bisons. Like you don't see these guys play every day. And the no. one time you and now that I'm older and like realize like, hey, I'm facing I'm or I'm seeing like an Aaron Judge. I'm seeing a Boogie Bess. I'm seeing these all these talented baseball players come in. I want to see them play. 
Like Mookie Betts live is fun. I think I took it for granted when he was here, like as a Red Sox. Yeah. Watch being able to go watch Mookie Betts play baseball live 10 times a year was amazing. Like even going back I miss to Mookie Betts. God damn it. Like even going back to football, like I saw Tom Brady play. And at the time I didn't realize I was seeing him play. But you see <laughs> Jared. My quarterback. You see, you see like all these like talented quarterbacks oh. coming in. Or players coming in, like wow, I got to watch these guys play their sport and dominate. You will forever be able to tell your grandchildren that you watched Thomas Edward Brady play football. Oh, dear God, don't go to good. Good for you. I'm Thanks. so proud of you. Appreciate it's a that. beautiful thing. You watch the goat Jackson of goats, play. the goat of goats. I not am the goat of goats. Okay, well, you're on your own pedestal. Let's let's just not worry about you. Fair enough. Besides you, you watch the other goat of goats. Play football live. I've already seen Josh Allen play. What are you talking about? No, not there yet. Um, <laughs> look, like even compared to other things, like I wish I, I've never seen, I, I wish I could have seen Michael Jordan play. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Definitely. But I have seen LeBron James play live, right? I did too, actually, when I was younger. Yeah. And it's those kind of players that you look back and go, oh, you take it for granted. Yeah. Like I've watched LeBron, I mean, I watched him lose to the Celtics in the playoffs. It was great. But like I've seen LeBron James play live and play basketball. So like, 40 years from now, 50 years from now, I'll be able to say, well, I got to watch LeBron James play basketball. It's great. Yeah, like, yeah I can say the same thing for, for like Sydney Crosby, Connor McDavid. Exactly. Michael, all, all these every guys. sport. Like, they're insane. Yeah. Um, the, the guy I was thinking of was Marmison Hernandez, by the way. Oh, okay. Um, so he's legit, right? He has an option in the bullpen. Also, don't forget about our uh, Japanese sensation. Some uh, pitch the other day. Hirakazu. I cannot Sawamura. Like, Sawamura. That's how you say his last name. Hirakazu Sawamura. Stud, lock it I, in. I can't pronounce. He's even wearing, dude. He's even wearing Koji's number to honor Koji. These foreign like, players, I can't pronounce their names. He is honoring Koji Uehara, the Red Sox legend, by wearing his number. Maybe he'll become the closer. Is he a start? No, he's a he's a relief pitcher. Yeah, he came into relief so the other day. He'll be he'll be seven or eight. Darmson Hernandez is there. Never mind. I lied. The Red Sox bullpen guys is fine. It's good. Especially they make a deadline acquisition. They bring in some stud from like the Pirates because they suck, and you'll be fine. The Red Sox are a playoff team. I'm living by it. Al's not here to tell me otherwise, so screw it. Into the Triangle Podcast, episode 39, CouchGuysSports.com. Zach, you looked like you wanted to say something. I have one more question for you before we wrap up here. Oh, so, man. He's coming short of a great outro. What? Wow. Okay. Going back to Chavis. <laughs> Do you think they can just keep Ooh, him question. on the bench and use him as a, like a DH when like JD or um, like when JD has a day off or something? Do you think they can use him? I mean, him I as a wouldn't DH? mind that. I mean, if Frenchie Cordero doesn't make the opening day roster, he'll be on the opening day roster mm-hmm. because it, someone's got to be there. Yeah. Um, they didn't expand anything this year, right? Like they didn't expand the number. Like it's a completely normal season, right? Yeah, I pray. Like roster wise, they didn't expand the roster. So, yeah, I, I kind of think Franchi Cordero will be on the roster. Like they've been kind of hinting at it without telling us. So, I think the next week's going to tell us a lot, obviously. But like, Corey's kind of hinted that like we're going to do everything we can to get him on the roster. Mm-hmm. So, my guess is he'll be there. He might not play as much at the beginning, but he'll be there. I think Chavis will be there too. Like, someone's got to be there. Like, you can't just have all these. Like, the problem is you have a lot of guys who are very versatile, can play a lot. Like, mm-hmm. Opening day lineup is probably going to be the top five we listed, right? All the way down to Devers. And then you're probably going to have Renfro. Uh, then you're probably going to have Renfro in there somewhere. You're going to have Vasquez in there somewhere. You're going to have Dahlbeck hitting ninth. 
Um, what missing? Marwin. Yeah, I mean, you're gonna have you're, you're gonna have your steady guys. So you're like, I don't even know. You, you don't have any suppositions. That's the problem. That's the yeah, no, that's, that's the only, I hate it. Like, you can't even sit here and go, okay, I'm guaranteeing that uh, Marwin Gonzalez is gonna play left field. Probably. Other than Verdugo, well, he'll probably be right field and center field. But like Bogarts and Devers, those are like your only like main stable. Invest I think Ball, I think Dahlbeck's pretty locked in at first. Yeah, him too. Yeah. Um, because I don't think he can play anywhere else as well. He's just a big dude who can hit. He was so a like, third like, base too, but I was. He's a stereotypical that. corner infielder, and I think he's better at first base. Doesn't have to move as much. Hits the crap out of the ball. He belongs at first base. He's your Same he's me. your long term. He doesn't want to move much. He doesn't move much, but he can hit the crap out of a ball. I cannot it's do way, that. It's the way to live life. Don't say that out loud. No, you can. Dude, I try to the, when you come down like here, we gotta, we gotta get the we gotta get the end of the triangle uh, home run derby going. It'll probably go like all the way over there. That's it. Maybe you, maybe you'll be the pitcher. Can you throw a ball? You can be the pitcher. Me, me <laughs> and me and Al can dingers off of you. I'll be like straight dingers. Be like Drew Pomerantz. Dingers, uh, dingers and bat flips. That's what Drew Pomerantz is used to seeing. So it's fine. True. Drewy Pomerantz, Boston Red Sox legend. Did you see that Vasquez got hit in the face with a ball? He's fine. He's lucky it didn't go to his eye, though. He's a tough SOB. Doesn't even matter. The baseball could have become his eye. The baseball literally could have just got sucked in and become his eye. That's how good Christian Vasquez is behind. Just hanging out. Just like this. You can't see it, but just like this. All right, do you have any more surprise questions for me? Yeah, why are you so mean to me on Twitter every single day? I'm not mean. You're mean to everybody else on Twitter. I am not mean. I am the one of the nicest kids on there. It's a lot. You're pretty nice on Twitter compared to a lot of people. You just crap on the Sabres a lot. So that's why I do it too. I mean, can you blame me? I'm looking freaking like a midget team out there. Blame you don't have complaints with me. You have complaints with our boy Diego. You don't have complaints with me. Oh, God, Diego. No, it's not bad. It's just all the stuff he says is just, wow, this is mind-blowing stuff right here for me. Diego gets excited by you. I mean, I can't blame him. I am, I am pretty excited. This is Triangle Podcast. We're done, we're done with episode 39. That's what this was. We'll be back next week. Next week. Every week. Opening day next out. week. Al, I didn't tell you, but we're doing it every single week. Opening oh, day yeah. next week. We're going to record on the Red Sox day off, right? Makes sense. Why not? We're going to record on the Red Sox day off. That's our weekly recording date, and it happens to be the stupid day they want to take off after one day of work. So the Red Sox so, take off, and that's when we record. So we're like switching roles, like we're off, and then we're we're gonna carry the weight for the Red Sox for that yeah, day. We got and this. We're gonna we're gonna show up and work. I'm like that. Season starts next week. Oh, how many wins? We'll leave him with I, this. How many wins? Okay, so I know at the beginning I said 72. Um, if the pitching can just not suck, I say 83 to 89 wins. I want a number. One number. Uno. Right, fine. Uno. Numbre. Sidney Crosby, give me 87 wins for this team. Ooh, give me a David Posternock. 88 wins Ooh. for the Boston Red Sox. All right. We'll be back next week, folks. CouchGuysSports.com. Follow us everywhere for all the where the podcast is located. Subscribe on iTunes. That's a big help. Spotify if you're streaming us. Everywhere else you can find podcasts. God knows there's so many networks now. Uh, CouchGuysSports.com. All the articles. Mr. Zach writes about a lot of Buffalo stuff. It's great content. I don't agree with some of it because he's a Buffalo fan, but like, hey, it's great content. Go read it. Uh, follow us all on Thank Twitter. You. Follow us on Twitter. I'm at 
Jared underscore Scally. What's your Twitter handle now? You changed Zach Jezero underscore 13. Change it every five seconds. You just, oh you just move God. the underscore around. You move the underscore around all the time. I right, follow again Z underscore at Jezero. <laughs> and we uh, have Z A underscore Jezero. You're, you're gonna like change it every single month at this point. Uh, follow us. I don't even know what I don't even know what Al's Twitter handle is. Just go search Al Hegan. You'll find it. It pops up. All right, we'll be back next week, folks. Zach, it was fun. Yeah. Al probably back next week. Yeah, we'll talk Adios. to you guys next week. <laughs>